0: This is Sabrina Marie, host of the Building Abundance Success Series, our prime-time mastermind that promotes empowered, focused, decisive action, and inspired outcome. Our spotlight is on two of my most favorite topics, entrepreneurship and global sustainability. My guest is Maya Shea Penn. She's a 13-year-old entrepreneur, philanthropist, designer, artist, animator. She makes her own short films, illustrator, and writer. She's also CEO of Maya's Ideas, a company she started when she was only eight years old in 2008. Maya's Ideas were ideas come to life. She creates handmade, artisan, crafted, one-of-a-kind eco-friendly accessories and clothing. She will be featured on the Steve Harvey Show on the 21st of May, and she's also been featured in Forbes magazine, The Huffington Post, Ebony, Young Entrepreneur, Red Book, Gotham Gal, The Michael Basin Show, just to name a few. She loves using her creativity to give back to the community and environment. 10 to 20% of her profits go to local and global charities and environmental programs. To find out more about Maya, go to her website, mayasideas.com, and you can also find her on Facebook. Maya's ideas, where ideas come to life. Let's find out more. Hello, Maya. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good myself. What an honor. I wanted to talk to young entrepreneurs, and I want you to start by letting the audience know who you are and what you do.
1: Okay. Thank you so much for having me on the show. No problem. So, my name is Maya Penn. I'm 13 years old and I'm the founder and CEO of Maya's Ideas, which is a company that I started in 2008 when I was 8 years old. I create eco-friendly handmade clothing and accessories. My designs are sold all over the world from Denmark, Italy, Australia, and more. I love to use my creativity to give back to the environment and the community and 10-20% of my profits go to local and global charities, and environmental organizations. Well,
0: that sounds great. I wanted you, you're talking about 2008 when you were eight. Well, I don't know what I was thinking when I was eight, so I'll go and ask you, what were you thinking about business and entrepreneurship when you were eight?
1: Well, when I was eight years old, I had first started by just finding different fabrics around the house and Making different combinations, like this could be a great headband or a hat or a scarf. And so I thought I could start my own business because I made my own headbands to wear. And when I wore them, people would stop me and say, hey, that's a really cute headband. And then I would tell them that I made the headbands. And they're like, well, do you have any more that I can buy? And I thought, well, I can start. And, of course... When I first started, I didn't think about business plans or anything when I was only eight years old, but yes. I so that I wanted to sell my creation.
0: Cool. Cool. Now, when you were eight years young, um, I know that, uh, you know, a big part of growing up are your peers and whatnot. What did they think of you getting into this? What, were you, what was going through their minds, too? Well, they thought it was really,
1: well, my, my friends thought it was really cool and different, and they've even been inspired to try and start their own businesses, too, and I think that's really cool. And a lot of, like, my, like my parents and some of my older peers, they were a little bit kind of surprised that I wanted to start a business, so my mom and my dad really weren't, but other people didn't know that I would be able to. Start so young.
0: You mentioned the eco friendly, you know, fabrics and whatnot. What got you into that?
1: Well, my parents taught me at an early age about like recycling and being environmentally aware and taking care of the environment. And that was instilled in me, and I knew that I had to incorporate that into my business in some way because there are lots of different things that are harming the planet, just as much as the dyes in clothing or the materials used in clothing. So I thought that I should try to make my products as eco-friendly as possible.
0: When you first started out, I I know that, you know, just getting uh, into a business and whatnot, uh, you start out with one or two or three or four products. What did you start out with in the beginning that – you know, has it has expanded to you, into your business today?
1: Well, at first, what I started out with were just headbands made out of ribbon, and that was really about it and As my business started to grow and develop, and I got new strategies for my business, I started incorporating more items like scarves and hats and bags and different. Things like that, so I took it slow and steady.
0: As you've grown in a, as an entrepreneur now, it's been about uh, say five years or more. What have you learned? What are some of the things that you can share with our audience about not only your startup, but you know people that you've met, advice that you've gotten, uh, things that haven't worked, and things that have. Well,
1: what I've really learned about owning and running a business that you should be really hands on in all aspects of your business because then you always know what's going on. Like, I built my first website myself as opposed to hiring a web designer because I'm really into technology scripting and coding myself. And like, for example, you, you might love baking, for example, and you have a baking business, but you also have a love for graphic design. So maybe you can make your own logos and business cards instead of hiring someone to design the logo. And that way it can be, you know, just to your liking. So, or if you have like a bridal or a wedding store that have some experience in marketing, use that skill to market your business. So, I do think it's okay if you hire someone to maybe do like social media for your business if you're not able to do it yourself. And that's totally fine. But, you know, you have to make sure that they're doing the job right and you know if you're not seeing results from that person after a period of time don't be afraid to let them know and you always another really important thing that I've learned in starting my business is also to make sure that you have to be hands-on with your customers because communication is really important and customers always love that one-on-one attention and interaction like if someone makes a purchase Don't be afraid to send them a message or a quick email saying, thanks for your order. And, you know, you can be natural about it. So I think those are some of the really important things that I've learned in my business, that you have to have great communication and also be involved in lots of different parts
0: of your business. You mentioned your parents. Who else were role models in life so far?
1: Well, other people who have been role models. Well, there are a lot of people actually. I really the people I really admire, of course, are like like Tyler Perry or Oprah Winfrey, and even like a uh, lots of different artists too. Like I really like since I'm really into art. Most of the people I admire are really into art and different artists. Odile and Redon, Faith Ringgold. And even another one, um more and Faust,' there's a lot of different cartoons and different things like that, so a lot of people I admire since like drawing and animation, but was my first love those are like the like in films like those are the people that i really really admire.
0: Where do you want to take your business? um you're only how old now thirteen Yes, I'm
1: thirteen now, and where I want to take my business, of course. I'd love for it to, you know, get bigger and, you know, expand and really make it to where I can get more of a word out about how much there is a need of help for the environment and our communities. And I really want my ideas to have a big impact on trying to save the planet. I really want to do what I'm doing now, maybe like five years, like being an philanthropist and animator and an entrepreneur and an artist and doing everything I can to help the environment.
0: The environment is so important, and I know that um, people have been talking about green energy and solar energy or whatnot and you're one of the few that I know that even really mentions the environment and doing what is good for the environment. Where do you see the generations from now, this is 2013, going, especially where it pertains to African-American community, because you don't hear that word mentioned as often, I don't think, as it should be?
1: Well, I think it's really... Important for everyone to get involved with the environment, green energy, recycling, giving back, and all of these really great causes. And I really want to spread the word to adults, kids, teens, men, women, whoever. I, I believe that I'm part of the new wave of entrepreneurs that not only seeks to have a successful business, but also a sustainable future. And I feel that I can meet the needs of my customers without compromising the ability of future generations to live in a greener tomorrow. So I really think that everyone should get involved with coming up with new and efficient ways to positively impact the planet.
0: Most definitely. Another thing you're mentioning is giving back, and that is so, so important. I, I had read where you'd learned that from your family. Can you tell us some of the benefits and help others understand what that's all about, number one, not just giving back, but really giving back?
1: I think that it's really, of course, important, and it does have a lot of benefits. Because it makes you really feel better as a person to help someone who is in need or to help the environment because it's our planet and we all live in it. And I believe, well, why shouldn't we take care of it? Mm -hmm. I know that my parents have taught me that everyone has been blessed with a gift. And you should use that gift for good and to give back and help other people. And I think it's really important for us to use our gifts for good.
0: Some of the causes that you support uh, in giving back to the community, uh, what are they?
1: Well, some are the Ian Summerholder Foundation. The Atlanta Community Food Bank, LiveThrive.org, and the Captain Planet Foundation.
0: You mentioned animation and art, and you mentioned you like art. Particularly, what type of art and whatnot, and and what type of other art do you do besides just designing uh, for your business?
1: Well, I love to do traditional and digital art and Animation and making cartoons, different characters, and I like to incorporate them on, like, the characters that I make them to my different T-shirts that I might have in my store. So I really like to incorporate my love for animation and art into my eco-friendly business. So I like to do a lot of drawing, like, digital drawing, animation, traditional drawing, and, like, illustrations, too.
0: Wow. Very, very talented. I want you, and I'm going to give you the floor, and for the next few minutes, just let people know what's on your heart and what you feel in terms of entrepreneurship because you see what the economy is right now and you see, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard in the news what's going on and you're an entrepreneur. What do you see and what would you like to tell our audience?
1: I would like to Tell the audience that really, like, if you, because I have really seen a lot of people who have ideas for the best things that, like, the new, the newest groundbreaking things have be able to change the way we will see the planet or to change the way we'll see the environment or get us more involved or get us more active or get us, more involved with building a a better business but really those people don't have the really those people might not have the courage or don't want to maybe well they might say, I don't know if this is a really good idea. This might not this might idea might not really work out. Like really great ideas for different projects, different businesses and different organizations. And It it doesn't matter, like, how young or how old you are, you can follow your passion. And if you have a dream, you should really go for it. Because if it wasn't for ideas, we wouldn't be where we are now with technology, medicine, art, culture, and even how we live our lives. And I think Maya's ideas is a way I can show the world what I'm doing with my ideas because ideas are really what makes the world go round. It's like if you have something on your heart and your mind that you truly want to achieve, go for it. Don't let anyone or anything discourage you. It doesn't matter how silly or how crazy it is. You have the power to move forward. And I really believe that we should all use our ideas for what our passion is and how we want to do good and help the planet in any way that we can.
0: You mentioned eco-friendly. Are you actually looking at a future for us in this eco-environment with green homes and more farming and um, better fuel? Um, those are the areas you're also looking at also, right?
1: Yes, definitely. I'm really interested in alternative energy, solar energy, wind power, hydro ener- hydropower, geothermal energy, and all sorts of different there's so many like an endless list of energy like alternative energy sources that are renewable, like like solar energy, as opposed to oil and fuel. I also think people blow well, up people should get more into recycling because that makes a huge, huge difference. There was a recycling event that LisbRive.org was putting on. And it was one of the years, and I was putting up flyers all around my neighborhood trying to get everyone involved and say, you know, come out and support, donate your old things so they can be recycled and made into new things. And I really wanted everybody to get more involved. We even have our own organic garden that we started about three years ago, and we get lots of different delicious fruits and vegetables from it. And not only are they delicious, and it's a really fun hobby, but it also saves money, too. So I think that a lot of people should get, you know, more into recycling, alternative energies, gardening, you know, green, really green living, and just how, whatever they can do to make their lifestyle more eco-friendly.
0: Say 10, 15 years out. Now, that's a real stretch, <laughs> but what might we see and where might we see Maya 10? Let's see. Well, I always want to
1: be doing my art and my animation, so then I'll probably be focusing a lot more on that. Uh, of course, I'll still have my eco-lifestyle, I'm still trying to be getting the word out, and I'll probably mostly be doing that through my animations, like making little series and, like, telling people about how to take care of the environment with my characters and my animations. So I'm always going to be working on my animations and my character design and, you know, putting them on the different T-shirts and different things like that and designing clothes, but that's probably where I'll mostly be doing that. This has
0: been fun. Would you like to leave our audience with anything?
1: Well, I think that this audience, uh, the, the, you are all really awesome people. I hope that you try to do your best, take care of the environment, and give back to the communities. And I
0: hope that, well, you have a really great day. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Maya. This has been so much fun, and it's been an honor to talk to you. And I'm really proud of all the things that you've accomplished so far. And I, I do expect to see that my uh, big screen IMAX animation in my future. <laughs> thank you so much. It's been really I can awesome. see it. It's been really awesome to talk with you.
1: Thanks so much. And Thank you so much for having me on the show.